Good afternoon, Anchor Nation. This is Aaron Rollins coming at you live once again after a long hiatus with another episode of Southeast Third. I'm going to update you all. If those of you that are listening, my three or four listeners out there that don't remember what's going on with me or what's happening, I am back in school. I am heading home after a brief day of classes. I'm taking uh, some science classes and uh, I'm at UMHB, which is a Christian university, and I have to um, take a Christian course as well. It's Old Testament stuff, really dry, but uh, it's very, very interesting. You know, it gives you the history and all that jazz. Um, anyway, so that's I'm headed back to the house for another shift. Work was particularly nuts yesterday. There was a freaking tornado that touched down in our town, uh, the town of Temple is where I live. And we had to move all our patients, you know, out of the waiting area. Um, patients that had rooms that were facing outside rather than inside had to be moved out of their room. So you had these old people that were laid up in stretchers just laying there watching everything happen. Just kind of, you know, taking up space. <laughs> They're just sitting there waiting. Uh, they had to sit there for at least like 30, 45 minutes until the tornado uh, warning cleared. It was, uh, was kind of tense there for a second because we weren't sure if it was actually going to roll by you know, and, and touch our, our hospital. But thankfully it didn't. It did touch a few places. So if you're the type to pray, pray for those that were hit by this tornado recently and had all this property damage. Nobody was killed, so that's good. But, you know, these, these tornadoes can be very destructive. So you know, that, that, that happened yesterday. That was, pretty, that was probably the most exciting thing to happen in our hospital in quite some time. And uh, no, things haven't really gone better for me there. Um, I was kind of hopeful about some new job opportunities in the VA that were opening, and I applied to probably six. And each one of them, I was ineligible for one reason. Um, I did get an interview for one new job, and that was for a pharmacist. Uh, how do you say it? Um, a technician of some kind. It was going to be a call center where you're calling people about medicine, you're taking calls about their medicines, you're updating their medicines, you're making sure they're taking their medicines correctly. It's a real, real customer service uh, call center type of role. But it was in Waco. And honestly, I do not want to move back to Waco. I, I have a lot of friends there, but I don't really keep up with them anymore. And the, the city itself is kind of growing in a way that I don't like. Um, I'm still involved with organizations out there, uh, Team Red, White, and Blue, the Marine Corps League, uh, Waco Poet Society. I'm still involved in all of that. However, I don't really want to live in the city anymore. Um, I go out there maybe once a month, if that. So I'm still in Temple, still doing my thing here, um, trying to get my degree plan completed so that I can get out of being a tech Um it's just it's it's a very agonizing role right now. The role is growing and changing, and the people that I work with are just not the greatest people to work with. There are a handful of good, uh, how do you say it, good apples. Yeah, there's a handful of good apples there that I really enjoy, but it's just not. It doesn't outweigh the bad. So I, I really want to get this PA degree done, which should be about three years, um, as long as I you know keep all my course grades up. If I apply and get accepted, uh, it's it's considered a rollover program, but you do have to apply to get in. Um, so I'll complete this bachelor's hopefully by the end of 2023 and then start my PA in 2024. And as long as I keep knocking these courses out, I'll get there. And um, 
you know, I, I've got to get out of this tech role. I can't, I can't retire in this. <laughs> you know, I work with some guys that, that were ex-military for 10, 12, 14 years. And what they did is, is they bought that military time and applied it to their VA career. And so instead of having just a year or two in the VA, they've got more like 14 or 15, depending on their previous, you know, service. I don't really want to do that. I'm not all that interested in buying back my time. It was only like, what, four years, three and a half years active and the rest was reserved. So it wouldn't be that much. I don't, I'm not interested in doing that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, um, working for the VA my entire life anyway. So regardless of all that, uh, some crazy stuff has been happening (laughs) in my, in my personal life. So let's talk about, um, social interactions in public. I, I don't really go out of my way to talk to strangers at a prolonged period. Uh, so I'm at the grocery store, Jamie's with me. Um, we're, we're getting groceries and this random sort of older looking man who, uh, he, he doesn't looks average, I guess, you know, it's, he's, uh, he's not like scrawny. He's not fat. I'd say he's a, you know, just your average old looking man. Um, he just stops me while I'm picking out groceries. He's like, can I, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, sure. Can I pay you a compliment? I'm like, oh boy, where is this going? Like immediately my face kind of like stops and freezes. I'm like, uh, what the hell is this man about to say to me in front of my girlfriend? <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm, I'm like, I don't know where this is headed. Uh, it was very, very tense there for like two seconds for me. And I, I couldn't really think of how to answer that, but I was like, you know what? Fine. Just let him say what he's got to say. He's not going to hurt my feelings. He's He's not going to really shock me. I I just really wasn't prepared for where it was going to go. And it was all of a sudden. So he says, uh, can I pay you a compliment? Can I just follow you around and see how you find these good looking women? Because I want a good looking woman for myself. And I was like, oh, hey, thank you for that. That was really nice of you to say. I mean, it was really, what what else can I fucking say to some shit like that? So (laughs) I laughed it off and went about my business. But I was like, "What, what possesses people to just say some random shit like that? Like if I try to say something, I try to say something that's not personal, but still kind of funny. Um, like, oh, I was looking at that too. I know that's, uh, or, uh, you know, somebody trips. I was like, yeah, I saw you tripping. Um, watch your step there. You know, something, something comical, uh, just, just to make somebody smile or have a laugh. I, I enjoy that. That makes me feel good. Um, another thing that happened is in North Carolina, when I was in the military, we had this guy called the dancing ninja. So he was this really shredded old black or not old, older black guy that would always get out during the summer and spring times when the weather was clear. He'd be on some street out in Jacksonville, North Carolina, cutting up dancing. I'm talking like busting a move dancing. And he'd have on like those MC Hammer pants, but then he wouldn't be wearing nothing else but socks and shoes. So no shirt, no belt, no no nothing. And he's just out there busting it. And I'm like, this guy is getting into his dance moves. And he can kind of dance. You know, most of it's kind of like repetitive motion. But the dude can dance better than me. That's for damn sure. And here in Temple, we have that same dude, except he actually works to promote a, a, a restaurant around here. It's Fajita Kings. And this cat is cutting up all the time. Like he's real hip heavy. He's like jiggling his hips all the time, shaking, doing stuff with his legs and kicking his feet out. And like, I mean, this dude is, is, is smooth. Like he's a smooth dancing motherfucker. And so he comes into the grocery store every once in a while. And I saw him like six, seven months ago at HEB. He was, he was coming in just, you know, just talking to random people in a very uncomfortable way, asking them like, 
you know, how you doing? God bless you. Say, say a prayer for me. Say a prayer for, for Temple. Um, it's a good day to be alive. And I mean, he's just like very, very vocal. And, you know, most people come in, they're either talking to the significant other or they're not talking to anybody. They're just going through getting their, their things done and, and they're, they're a little bit introverted. This dude is the opposite of that. He runs up in there and just start striking random conversations and, <laughs> and just going out of his way to talk to people. And uh, it's like, hey, it ain't a crime to be up in here to, to be cooling off. It's hot out there. And, you know, obviously he was worried about how people were looking at him because they're looking at him kind of sideways. Like, who the hell is this strange man coming up here uh, making noise and talking to everybody and talking loud. And um, actually, he's I'm driving past him right now. He's got his little sign up and he's like dancing, busting a move to check him out. <laughs> I wish there was a way for you all to see this man. This guy, he's uh, he's larger than life. Um, so more social <laughs> topics for today is, uh, you know, I listen to. JP's what the podcast by my sort of kind of friend John who I've known for very long um, and he talks to he tries to defend his stance on tipping and he brought up a very interesting point that I can kind of get behind is that you know when he tips he really wants to tip the people that made a good meal he wants the money to go to those guys because he feels like they've earned it when they cook him his steak exactly the way he wants it and he wants his steak a very specific way he feels like the money should go to them and not the servers and his whole argument is is like i shouldn't have to tip you for doing your job because nobody tips me for doing my job we don't tip doctors we don't tip other people and you know you're gonna argue that well they pay servers and waiters and waitresses like two to three bucks an hour that's not enough to live on and you're right about that you do need to tip them for that however you shouldn't just blanket tip everybody you know because i mean that that promotes bad customer service the whole point of tipping is that you tip somebody that makes it you know agreeable for you to go out and tip you're not just you're not just paying to to, to go out to eat for the food you're paying because you you want to enjoy going out to eat you know, that's the whole purpose is that bringing people together, having a good time, whether it's your family or your friends, and you pay them for that atmosphere and experience. Now, where John gets it wrong <laughs> is that even if people are good, he still doesn't want to tip them. And I'm like, bro, you got to tip good waiters and waitresses. You got to. You, you've got to tip them for that because they, they just do not make enough money. And my whole thing about that is like, Bro, you just need to stop being so greedy and stingy. You gotta, you gotta stop being so so critical. You know, you gotta you gotta give these people a chance. Yeah. And, and anyway, that's just my two cents on that. And he's very vocal about it. He is like, excuse me, I, I drank a a chocolate shake a second ago. He's very vocal about not tipping people for those reasons. And it's, I mean, it's just logic is flawed. It's like, dude, if you don't want to give them the money because you want to keep your money, just say that. Don't try to come up with all these reasons why you're not tipping people. I, I understand the whole wanting to give money to the chef. That makes a whole lot of sense because, you know, you can go out to eat at some place and you have a fantastic meal. A meal that's like, you know what, I'm going to come back to this place and I'm going to tell my friends about how good this food was. Or you have places that absolutely suck and you're not only going to tell people about how bad it was, you're going to tell them that you're never going there and they shouldn't either and if they invite you to go to that place you ain't going so <laughs> oh man just just that concept that basic understanding of decency of, of tipping somebody that's earned it that's that's like i mean how can you not get that how is that a, a question <laughs> to me it doesn't even make sense oh goodness gracious but that's what's uh what's going on personally i am in school for those of you that haven't been keeping up 
for those of you who have, I thank you for, for joining me on this. Um, I'm back in the poetry scene again. Uh, I've been hosting poetry events. Well, I'm not the host anymore. Um, I've been um, a part of the, the hosting events that we've been putting on in Waco with Waco Poets Society. Uh, that's why I've been going back there is for these open mics where I share my new works. I've uh, been really putting my heart into that. Some new stuff that I've put together, I've really enjoyed sharing. I've shared some old stuff that I've never shared before. I feel really good about that. That's helping me uh, find some some happiness in my day-to-day because when I'm spending 40 hours a week at work and I'm just not happy with the way things are going there, it, uh, i got to find a way to balance that out. Um, we did recently have a death in the family. Uh, my brother's sister-in-law passed away Um if you if you want to break it down, the meat and potatoes of it is that she drank herself to death, and that's that's pretty sad. You know, we've been dealing with that. Uh, people sometimes suck, so it's I'm not saying the person that died sucked, but the the ex um, boyfriend, her the father of two of her kids, is is just being a jerk about the legal processes and. He's he's trying to get owner uh, not ownership. He's trying to get parental rights of the kids again after he gave them up. And I'm like, bro, you need to. Uh, this is not what they need right now. They need stability. They need somebody that is going to look out for their development. One of them is on the spectrum, and they need the the right family to be taking care of them. And I really feel that I know my brother and his wife have a lot on their plate, but they can at least get it going in the right direction. I really hope that they they get that worked out. Uh, apart from that. You know, no really big updates in my life personally. Um, if you're if you're out there on Anchor listening to me, give JP's what a listen. He's got some pretty funny stuff. I will say this about his stuff, man. He's obnoxious. Like he gets on there and his voice is all crackly and and all peeled up, and he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, guys. I'm just gonna talk this way. The show's gonna go on." It's like John, man, just just take the time off and recap the story at the end of the week or something. If your if your voice is all cracked up and busted, then don't push through. And make it worse. I mean, that's not putting out anything that's that's worth listening to. And, and he'll be burping and 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 farting and, and honking his horn and talking about people driving and all this other crap. I mean, he just gets out of control on some of these podcasts. But all that to say, dude, he'll start talking about people and it's get it gets really freaking hilarious. And and even though I bashed him for having a rough voice, he was on there one time. He's like, my throat hurts so fucking bad right now. <laughs> when he said that, man, I lost it. I feel a part because I can just imagine him over there massaging his throat and it's so sore from whatever's going on in, in his life. <laughs> and all I can think of is him coughing it up, trying to get through the podcast. <laughs> it's like John, dude. Give it give take a break, man. You don't have to you don't have to to suffer through it. I mean it's funny, but shit, not for the right reasons. It's cause somebody's suffering. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> Anyway, um, that's all I have for today. Uh, not not too much happening. Um, I'm, I really, really am trying to push through. I've got decent grades so far in my classes. I got to get through this because I got to get away from this role, from this particular job at the VA. Um, I, I've got. I just can't. I can't do this anymore. These people are jerks. We had a patient that was stroking out, and, and nobody caught it. Um, I, all I did was draw his blood. I spent maybe five minutes with the man. And uh, other people were with him for 30, 45 minutes at a time, and nobody picked up on his stroke. And so, I mean, we could have killed this guy. Anyway, I mean, just stuff like this is, I mean, that's one example of what's been going on over the last month. Um, other than that, that's that's all that's new, you know. Uh, Easter's coming up, another big family holiday. 
I, uh, I'll be working next weekend. Looking forward to that. I, I've noticed that when I don't work weekends or holidays, man, my paycheck sucks. I got to figure something out. Uh, I, I'm working and I'm stressing out way too hard to get paid as much as I'm getting paid. Um, you know, I found these uh, Valor nurses who aren't actually nurses are making more money than me. And they're not doing half the work I'm doing. I'm like, I have a problem with that. Um, other than that, I am headed out. I got to get going to work. For all the rest of you that are that are doing the daily grind, that are trying to get yourself established or you already are established, keep up the good work. Keep grinding away and paying your taxes. That's the only way American society is going to keep from collapsing. Um, if you have any family or friends in Russia or in Ukraine, I hope the best for all of you. It's uh, just combat and killing, man. It's just, it just sucks. It's just There's no other way to say it. Um, I'll be praying for all of you. God bless you. Take care of yourselves and each other. Please don't do anything stupid. And that's all I've got for now from Southeast 3rd. This is Aaron Rollins, and I am signing out.